Hello, I'm Jessica Clemens here on The Ringerverse. Recently, I've been doing Easter egg breakdowns on Secret Invasion. And don't worry, our Easter egg breakdown for episode six is coming later this week. But today, I'm breaking down the teaser trailer for Gen V. I'll be going scene by scene in order of appearance, pulling things you might have missed. This podcast doubles as a video. And if you'd like to watch the amazing work our editors did, or you just want to see the gory violence, you can watch the video on Spotify, TheRinger.com, or The Ringer's YouTube channel. Before we get started, here's your one and only spoiler warning. I'll be pulling from interviews, comic books, the boys show itself, and speculating on evidence from the actual Gen V teaser trailer, too. If you don't want to get spoiled, this is your last chance. At Walt Disney World Resort, magic is found in spontaneity. The unplanned, the unexpected, an inside joke born in the Haunted Mansion queue. A surprise stitch sighting in Tomorrowland. Watching fireworks from your room. These memories aren't made from predetermined plans, but manifested from simply being. Present and together in the most magical place. Find your moment at Walt Disney World Resort. Gen V will premiere on September 29th. The show comes from the boy showrunner Eric Kripke and takes place at a soup college named Godolkin University School of Crime Fighting. According to Amazon's description, Gen V explores the training of the first generation of superheroes to know about Compound V and that their powers were injected into them rather than God-given. These young competitive heroes put their physical and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the school's highly coveted top ranking. When the university's dark secrets come to light, the students must come to grips with what type of heroes they are going to become. We open the teaser trailer with clips of A-Train, Maeve, and Homelander, and we know Maeve, A-Train, and the Deep attended Goldoken University based on the promotional material. This narration at the beginning is Clancy Brown. Being a hero is not about glory. Sacrifice. He'll be playing Rich Brinkeroff. Rich Brinkeroff, a.k.a. Coach Brink, was mentioned in Season 3, Episode 5 of The Boys by Blue Hawk. He stated that both him and A-Train were trained by Rich back in the day. You and me both trained with Coach Brink at school. We were taught to dominate totally. Along with possibly being a coach at Goldoken University, he's a published author under Vought International. He's the author of such books as Villain or Hero, A Matter of Perspective, Super Physics, Making the Impossible Possible, and The Hero Inside All of Us. All these books sound horrible. Then we get some quick clips to demonstrate just how vicious the series will be. In the shadows, a man attacks someone in riot gear. Then it cuts to a closed room with bright lights, a patient pressed against the glass in agony. These scenes give the same vibe as Sage Grove, where we met Cindy, the telekinetic patient who escaped. It also reminded me of the Red River Institute, the group home orphanage for soups, and even the place where we saw baby Homelander being monitored. Vots never shied away from forcing people into their institutions, and I don't think they stop in Gen V. Then we're with Marie Moreau. Marie's been featured before in The Boys. She made a quick appearance in season three at the Red River Institute, so safe to assume she's probably been orphaned. She has vein and artery manipulation. It's so gross. She can project them from her palms, and I, I just think these powers are horrendous, and it reminds me of that horrible scene in Nightmare on Elm Street when Freddy Krueger used the man's veins in the hospital. It's god-awful. She's staring at the statue of Homelander, which isn't surprising because he's the face of everything Vought-related. Godolkin University School of Crime Fighting is named after famed monster John Godolkin from the comics, leader of the G-Men, and a pedophile. He was horrible, like a disgusting, monstrous Professor Xavier. He would abduct these kids, call them his children, and abuse them until they were older. We haven't seen any evidence he'll appear in the series, but good to know where this awful name comes from. Vought International released some images on X, formerly known as Twitter. 
I hate it. I hate Elon Musk. Of the main college floor in a dorm room. I think this dorm room is Marie's. It looks like the same one from the trailer. It costs also over 70K to attend this college, just like a normal college. In the front, we have statues of the former seven, Lamplighter and Translucent more specifically, which is interesting because Kripke said in an interview with Deadline, there's certain things that are happening at the school that are both in reaction to season three of The Boys. There's Soldier Boy, etc., but also some new storylines that are happening in that season of the spinoff that we have to pick up and take in the season four of the show. So Gen V could be taking place between season three and four, but regardless, Lamplighter still has a statue here at Goldokin University. Currently, the school and Vought are having their annual hero draft, and here it is. It's Vought's annual hero draft. Now, in just a few short months, the best and brightest young heroes from Godolkin University will see their dreams come true or come crashing down, as everything they've been training for over the past four years all comes down to this. Alumni Queen Maeve, The Deep, and A-Train were all famously drafted by New York City in the seven. But this year, which rising stars will go to Miami, Cleveland, and Los Angeles? So essentially, the annual hero draft is where Vought takes a suit from Godolkin University and offers them a contract to protect a major city. So most of the students are probably working towards this. It's like playing sports in college. You want to get drafted into the big leagues, and this is where you do it. The tiny soup is Emma Shaw. Clearly, her powers dabble in shrinking, and behind Marie, you see her little Barbie clothing, and it's so cute. On her fandom page, her occupation is listed as a YouTube influencer. She also has the same last name as Maggie Shaw, a.k.a. Maeve, we don't know if this is Maeve's daughter, but rumors have circulated online that some young soups have famous soup parents, and this could be one of them. We get a glimpse of Godokin Stadium. When the narrator says brightest, we get a look at Patrick Schwarzenegger, who's playing Golden Boy. He's super strong and known to have thermonuclear powers. A golden light can be seen gleaming from his eyes later in the trailer. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Cameron Coleman mentioned Golden Boy when speaking on the annual Godokin Hero Draft here. And while this year's competition is sure to be intense, people can't stop talking about Godolkin University Junior Golden Boy, already seen as the top pick for next year's draft. America's future has never been brighter, and I, for one, can't wait to see what's in store for this new generation of heroes. We meet Andre Anderson. We see him arguably the most in the trailer besides Marie. Andre's father is Polarity, played by Sean Patrick Thomas, and they're both metal benders. Not the actual coin name, I just think it's more fun than saying metal soups. I like Metal Benders. It reminds me of Avatar. From the trailer, Andre clearly looks like the popular guy and in interviews always cracking jokes and he's also number one in the running. The overlapping narration mentions training the best since 1965. You know what else happened in 1965? The Red River Institute, the group home of orphans. It's likely that the children they deemed incredible or garnered scholarships got the opportunity to study at Goldokin University. We're then introduced to Jordan Lee, a gender-shifting soup played by London Thor and Derek La. Now, what I find interesting is Luz actually a music artist, so how much will that play into this character? Not much else is known about this character, but excited to see them do this Hadoken move. We get a closer look at Tyler, played by Siddharth. It looks like he can make ice or blow some sort of, like, cold air. And the boy jumping up and down, clapping next to him in the hall of ice is Asa German, who's playing Sam. Disgustingly, I think Marie has to cut her palms open to use her powers. We have a shot of her pulling out her switchblade, and then later in the trailer, in the same room and in the same outfit, her bloody veins are coming out of her palms. It's so gross, dude. I can't look at this. According to the student rankings board, 10 is Rich Smith, 9, Alexis Gorsh, 
eight, Marie Moreau, seven, Steve McLeese, six, Kyle Kroller, five, Jordan Lee, four, Vanessa Haycraft III, three, Tyler Oppenheim, two, Mason Finster, and one, Andre Anderson. I couldn't find a lot of information on the other characters, but Marie, Jordan, and Andre seem to play big people in the series, so I'm sure we'll learn about the others later. Marie Moreau, you could be the first top-ranked freshman in history. I think you meant to say first black woman in the seven. They say this in the trailer, and this is connected to the boys, and seeing as it sort of maybe like picks up from season three, not only do these young kids know how they got their powers, but they may know the seven is currently a mess. The only people we have now are Homelander, The Deep, and A-Train. It's not the seven, it's the three. So these kids expect to be going somewhere like Cameron Coleman said earlier, and I'm sure some are working towards being the newest members of the seven. Hungover, Andre is reading an ad later in the trailer, and they want him to say, Turbo Rush cures hangovers. Turbo Rush is that stupid drink that A-Train is representing. We see it in the hallway vending machine a little bit later in the trailer. They marketed the drink like the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial, and it's just horrible. The narration talks about the dangerous, evil people at the school. A shirtless man opens a door, and the walls are covered in posters. On the left is Lamplighter's film, Y2 Chaos, which we see the same poster briefly in season two, episode six, at Frenchie's house. It feels like this is someone's dorm room, but the door opens to a forest. We get a scene later of someone being hammered into, literally hammered into. There's another poster, and in the back left, it's for the film Payback based on the bot team. But I, I digress. The backdrop in the room is a musty, like greenish. It's a forest with a bear wandering in the back. So this could be some triggering memory or fantasy from the POV of people like this man who's being crumpled with the hammer. We then get a not so subtle montage of death. A man with a bloody fish shooting through someone's mouth, someone stepping through a puddle of blood, a man walking over a ton of dead bodies, which looks like the same silhouetted man at the beginning of the trailer breaking the riot mask. There's a good chance that scene is at the same time as this shot of the dead guards with their intestines being ripped out. God, this is gory. As things start looking tense, we get a good view of Queen Maeve and her majesty poster. The lore and the amount of shows, movies, documentaries available on Bot Plus is outstanding. Now, this scene of someone stirring a teaspoon is significant because in the reflection of the tea is the last scene we just saw, which is Marie touching a dead woman. This woman's nail stirring the tea resembles the same hands caressing Marie's face earlier in the trailer. Where Marie has a single tear falling down her face, this could be a soup able to control things remotely and or it could be a new antagonist ready to mess up the day. Also, we get a ton of puppets. There's an episode of Angel where a popular children's show puppet steals children's life force and Angel is turned into a puppet. And I'm wondering if we're just getting like the same thing here. Maybe there's a soup that can turn people into puppets or change everyone's perception so we only see like puppets fight. I don't know, but I just really like it. And of course, what's the boys without romance? We have a quick cut of Marie and Jordan Lee making out and they're in college, you know, just... But yeah, they're in college, but it's also a boy spinoff. So yeah, there's going to be a, probably a lot of sex. Then we cut to Victoria Newman, who we last saw taking up the mantle as Bob Singer's USVP running mate at the end of season three of The Boys. Just a quick reminder, Newman has worked with Homelander, is actually Stan Edgar's daughter, has soup powers, and has killed a lot of people. It seems like she's going to be around for Gen V as well as season four of The Boys. I also think this scene right here is where Marie explodes his dick off. Uh, her words, not mine. Exploded his tag team explosion. And that's it for my trailer breakdown on Gen V. Subscribe to the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ringerverse and on YouTube at youtube.com slash the ringer. I'll be back soon with my Easter egg breakdown of episode six of Secret Invasion. Thanks for watching. And just so you know, Black Noir is still alive.
This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.